This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend. Randy Merkin filling in for Carmen DeFalco, and we are always presented by PropSwap. And as always, Mike North joins us. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Uh, Carmen, where's Carm? Carm is, uh, he's, I think he's in Austin. Uh, really? Like, yeah, he's, he's got a friend who's there. Is there a rodeo there. going on? Rodeo? Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure what he's doing <laughs> down there, but uh, yeah, Car- Carm is... Uh, Karma's in uh, Austin, Texas right well, now. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe Karma's in Austin, Texas because he, you know, took my picks for the series. I, I hit it again. He, I hit a home run with the Boston Celtics. Uh, the the price minus 145. Hit a home run with the Philadelphia 76ers at minus 180. Did one unit on Denver. They didn't get it done. Looking for an upset there. But uh, things are looking up. We got uh, some other, uh, some new series coming up. A lot of baseball and stuff like that. So we're ready to roll. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a crazy time right now with everything going on, Mike. And yeah, yep. congratulations on those uh, yep. on those wins. The Sixers uh, was the only one really in doubt, right? I mean, the Sixers. Right. I mean, the Celtics just destroyed the Nets. That was well. I was happy about that. Shortcuts in life make me sick. Uh, yeah, although, that's, good. that's a good way to say it because that's what the that's what the net season was all about. Was that's it not? right. Yeah, shortcuts. We can come back. I mean, the media falls for it. They've never played a game of basketball. Some of these guys apparently, where you have to have team uh, a team type of concept. Now I'm seeing that you know, and, and I Milwaukee's not going to be favored when they play Boston in the first game because Boston actually plays defense. Can uh, the freak get it done? I don't know, but Boston's playing the best basketball since the All Star break. You know, uh, Mike. Before we get to the NFL. Which yep. is has a lot going on. I, I, you know, I think we should just kind of recap the the bull season and everyone. You know, going into the series, Mike. I don't know if you placed a bet, but everyone was either going Bucks and four or Bucks and five. I don't think anyone thought the Bulls could mm-hmm. get more than one game. And after the second game with Chris Middleton being hurt, you figured, wow, this could be a series, and it wasn't. And those who had the Bucks and five cashed in big time. Yep. Um, you know, I think uh, a lot of people thought that the Bulls would be more competitive in the final three games. What, what, what was your takeaway from uh, from the Bulls, who at one point, Mike, were the best team in the NBA? Well, they were the best team in the NBA, but we should have seen through the smokescreen, man, because you saw... Uh, DeMar DeRozan, I mean, man, he was throwing the ball over his head. The ball would go in. We'd win by two. He'd be shooting, fading away out of bounds. The ball would go in. We'd win by one. So we were we were winning games while he was the hottest player in basketball for a good two, three weeks, for God's sake, where people were talking MVP. I think the problem, and I, I don't know if anybody's talked about this, it was Billy Donovan in a lot of ways. I, 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 I don't understand. I'm 69 years old. And I'm proud of it. But You look great, by the way, for 69. Thanks, buddy. I'll tell you this. You give me 30 shots from the three-point line with nobody in my face like Grayson Allen, I'm hitting 10. I'm hitting 10. That's what he was doing. It's Grayson Allen. You got to – I understand Middleton didn't play. But you know what? Grayson Allen, basically, to me, I know Giannis, they lose if they don't have him. But he was the guy that picked up the chips. And got it done for him. So, you know what? They stepped up, and now they got a different challenge because I think the Boston Celtics are going to guard Grayson Allen, and that's where Billy Donovan comes in. You know, that they never basically uh, fought through screens, that you saw DeRozan guarding the freak underneath. 
I mean, the laziness of trying not to fight through screens and, and having mismatches happen to you constantly and not guarding Grayson Allen, I put that on the head coach as much as the players. I really do because they were out uh, to basically, I guess, stop the freak and they disregarded everybody else and it didn't work out. I would have been guarding everybody else, let the freak get his 35 or 40. Yeah, you know, uh, Mike, and I think you bring up a good point because the Bulls are kind of in a tough situation. Karen brings this up all the time mm-hmm. that, you know, they have they almost have to sign Zach, right? I mean, because of just uh, there's not a lot of stars out there, especially this offseason free agent market's not great. But, I mean, g- good luck to the Bulls having to face Giannis, Jason Tatum every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like when Michael was back in the day yeah. in the Eastern Conference and then everyone just could never get past him. Like, Giannis is 27, all right? Yep. And he's going to be the star of this league in the, at least in, in the Bulls division, the Eastern Conference, for the next five to seven years. So the Bulls just might not ever have a chance to advance. Well, you know, I give the analogy in football. <clears throat> Only the NBA doesn't do this. You know, we got a guy in the division, for instance, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Cutler couldn't beat him. Uh, Mitch was 1-4 and four against him. I'm sure Justin Field will have a losing record against him. But, see, you know, the answer in the NFL is, well, we got to get somebody that can – beat Aaron Rodgers. Well, wait a minute. The NBA, when Michael Jordan was dominant, the, the Knicks didn't say, we can't beat Jordan, let's get rid of Patrick Ewing. Or or Utah didn't say, we can't beat Jordan, let's get rid of Carl Malone. It's just the kind of game where a guy like Giannis, like I said last week, can be a superstar, and he's the best player maybe on the planet with the Joker and maybe Embiid, okay? But the other guys are equal to each other. It's that one superstar in a five-player game that makes the difference. I saw it with Jordan. We saw it with Magic. We saw it with Bird. And now we're going to see it. And if Giannis beats the Celtics and goes back-to-back possibly, where do you rank this guy? Where do you rank him all time? Yeah, I mean, uh, right? Chris Black, who's a very astute basketball mind, said that he's on pace right now to be considered the greatest ever if he keeps winning. So If he keeps yeah. winning and, 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 and in Milwaukee... With guy with Connaughton right. and Grayson Allen yeah. and, and Middleton being out, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's that's Michael Jordan territory, folks. Uh, absolutely. All right, Mike. Uh, the NFL is hot and heavy. It's always hot and heavy. Oh. Uh, there was a couple moves on Thursday Ooh. night that were kind of shocking. AJ Brown gets traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think everyone, a lot of people saw that. He's going to the Eagles. So the Eagles are Got really better. are really loading up for Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, Mike and I was looking this morning just to see in the conference, the NFC right now, mm-hmm. you can get the Eagles at 17-1, to 1, mm-hmm. and you can get them at plus 240 to win their division. Now, they have some holes, there's no question. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think the biggest, Mike, I think the biggest question is, can Jalen Hurts be that quarterback? What, are, are you sold on the Eagles now at 17-1 to 1 to win the NFC? I hate when you steal my thunder, kid. You know that. I always <laughs> tell you that in the break room. I go, would you quit stealing my thunder, for God's sake? And Jalen, Jalen Hurts is the question mark here. I mean, Jalen Hurts, okay. Here, they're getting you the weapons now, okay? I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's, I liked him in college, for God's sake. He did some impossible things. So that's what it's all riding on. And doesn't it always ride on the quarterbacks? I mean, at the end of the day, we got you this guy. We got you that guy. Now we got you Brown. Now it's your turn. <clears throat> so we'll see. I think he's got pressure on him. I think the odds right now, maybe you buy him at 17-1 to 1 because if they get off the good start, those will go down fast. Right. You know, and, and the Cowboys are the favorite right now to win the division basically ah, at even odds. And I feel like the Cowboys, after they have a good year, they never really put another good year together, even though I love Dak and I think he's going to have another monster year. But the, mm-hmm. the other big move was 
Uh, the Ravens, and I don't think Lamar Jackson even knew from the, 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 the tweets I saw, they trade Marquise Brown back to, a Kyler, uh, to Arizona. Kyler Murray, they played together at Oklahoma. Uh, Arizona's 13-1. Now, they, you know, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals did not have a good offseason. There was a lot of back and forth. Uh, they still haven't signed him to a max contract, but uh, you know, do you think this helps the Cardinals out a lot? They've already got DeAndre Hopkins, who's there, who's an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. Now they have another guy who can go deep. They got rid of Christian Kirk. So what, what, what are your thoughts on what the Cardinals did last Well, you got to hope that Hopkins could stay on the field, number one. Um, which And Kyler Murray is somewhat of uh, a rebel as a leader, okay? Your quarterback's got a little rebellious nature in him, which is fine. I know all about that. So, uh, but he's got to produce. And he's already asking for a long-term deal. Uh, basically, you know what? Uh, some people still aren't enamored with them. There's a lot of good quarterbacks, but they're question mark quarterbacks. Can they go all the way? And some of these teams, some of these teams are stocking up, like you just said, to help these guys. You know, to extend plays, to find a receiver. Uh, see, this is where Kyler Murray comes in. I mean, if you're scrambling around for five, three seconds, four seconds, any receiver can get free in the game. Any receiver against any defensive back. So I think that's why these teams are going for it right now. But you know what? He's been inaccurate at times. He's been uh, There's been a lack of clutch in him sometimes. So every guy is a question mark in the NFL except your usual cast of characters like Tom Brady. I mean, look at Ryan Tannehill. He's a huge question mark. You know, and now they got rid of him, uh, his guy, right? So we'll see what happens. Uh, before we break, you know, I find the most intriguing division uh, is the AFC West. And there was obviously so much made. Tyreek Hill gets traded from the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, the Chargers kind of, they, they add Khalil Mack, some defensive help. The Broncos mm-hmm. add Russell Wilson, who's been the two Super Bowls. Right. And the Raiders uh, add Devontae Adams. And they give the Derek Carr fresh money. Uh, so uh, the Raiders right now are 7-1. to one. The Chiefs are the favorite at plus 155. Chargers are second, plus 240. And the Broncos, plus 260. Mike, I, I've been looking at this like all morning trying I to figure out. You have. Trying to figure out who, who's going to win that division. I sort of like the Ra- uh, the Raiders. I know that uh, you know Kansas City's got Mahomes. So, but you lost a big piece, you know, in Hill. Now that doesn't mean <clears throat> was it Hill that they lost? Yeah, I'm the Chiefs. To, yeah. The Chiefs lost Hill. Yep. The Chiefs lost Hill. I mean, come on. He's been a pertinent part of what they did. Um, but you know, Mahomes. I I think he's digressed a little bit. As far as in the regular season, no. Right. But, you know, he's maybe going to start to get in Aaron Rodgers' land, where everybody thought Aaron Rodgers was going to win more than one Super Bowl so far, and that happened in 2010, and, and, and maybe he'll never win another one. That's where Mahomes might end up going if they keep getting rid of pieces that helped him get there. Uh, I like the Raiders. I do. I think Devontae Adams was a huge pickup. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers got no help whatsoever once again. Right, uh, right. By them not picking up a wide receiver. Yet, they think he could perform miracles. They picked up a linebacker in Green Bay. Green Bay last year, offensively, statistic-wise, seventh. Uh, and uh, defensive-wise, seven. So they got a, a linebacker, but no receiver for the guy once again. So that's how great, I guess, Aaron Rodgers is, that they can just keep plugging people in, and they think he's going to get to the playoffs at least, but not farther than that. When we come back, we'll talk to our guy Luke Pergandy, get some of the best stuff on PropSwap. Come back next, you got the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. 
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back in to The Odds Couple. Randy Burkin in for Carmen DeFalco along with Mike North. And it is our pleasure every week to be joined by the owner-creator of PropSwap, Luke Pergandy. Luke, how are you? Oh, come Good. On now, how are you baby? guys? Good. Well, Luke, uh, you know, a lot going on in PropSwap. There's always a lot going on in PropSwap. But let's start uh, with our Chicago Bulls because as Mike and I were discussing in the last segment, there was a time when the series was tied 1-1. The Bulls had just won up at Pfizer Forum and Chris Middleton was out that people were thinking the Bulls could actually maybe win the series. And then, of course, the Bucks dominated the next three games. Did a lot of people, were the Bulls a very volatile team on PropSwap? Yeah, I mean, we talked about it on this show that, you know, if you got a Bulls future after they went down, one at you know 400 to one odds or 301 odds which is what we were selling bulls futures at you know a week ago that was the time to lock in some cash um once they nodded that series up their odds were about 70 to one so you know you could be making five six x what you paid and i think back to pre-all-star break when they were the bulls odds were down to like 20 to one to win the NBA Finals. So, you know, that was just one of those teams, like, it just didn't look like this year was going to be their year that, you know, at what point do you post them on prop swap, lock in some cash and get out of that thing? Um, and th- those are just two different peaks where you could have sold high with the Bulls futures. And, of course, the Brooklyn Nets as well, they get swept. Um, you know, just it's all about timing. And, you know, we try to provide some, some timing suggestions on this show of good time to get out of that Bulls future and, uh, when they tied at 1-1 was one example, and, of course, at the break uh, was another. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, that end of it because I had the Celtics, but I also, uh, in the series, minus 145, but I also had um, Philadelphia minus 180. Uh, when it got to a point where uh, Embiid got hurt with the thumb, was there still people holding on to the hope that Toronto was going to pull the upset? Did they hang on to their tickets or Toronto? Did Toronto people or people that bought the Toronto tickets start to bail out? Yeah, so certainly when they won that, that second game, you know, the Toronto's second win in the series in Philadelphia, we started to sell some Raptors futures, certainly. I mean, Philadelphia media was freaking out. You know, Doc Rivers is is clearly notorious for sure. uh, blowing leads in series. He's the worst uh, NBA coach ever. To, I think he's had three um, three to one leads. He's blown. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, no one has a worse winning percentage when they're in a uh, series clinching game than Doc Rivers. He he is the worst. Um, so <laughs> you know, Philadelphia media was was freaking out when when Toronto won that second game to almost go. Uh, to to make the series a 3-2 series. Of course, Philadelphia has since advanced. So, uh, yes, at that point in time, people were buying and selling Raptors futures. They thought they had a chance, uh, but then Philly shut the door and they advanced. Uh, Luke, uh, you know, I was a dope who who bet the Nets, kept thinking that, you know, Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. He's going to turn it around and the Nets are going to win some games and they get swept. Was there a lot of action on the Nets early in this series or did people stay away from the Nets? Yeah, oh, we've been selling Nets tickets all year long, and yeah. you know, rightfully so. The bookmakers had them as as the best team to win. I mean, they were they were three to one basically the entire season. We talked about it on the show all the time throughout the season. Like, I it was such a debate. Like, you know, um, why why is this team three to one? Why are they five to one? And to your point, I mean, they had Kevin Durant. He's 
arguably the best shooter and best offensive player in NBA history. He's not very good at defense, but you know, uh, it's just tough. Like uh, in the Bulls example, you definitely could have sold your Bulls future for a huge profit on prop slot. You got him at a hundred to one, which is what they opened at the regular season. You could sell him at 20 to one at the break, but the Nets example, there just wasn't much profit. So that's the situation where at what point you just cut your losses and say, I'm out of this thing. Just let me get, you know, let me get a ham sandwich back for the sports bed rather than zero, which is, of course, what it turned out to be. Well, you're going to be seeing pretty soon some uh, uh, people trying to sell their White Sox tickets if this keeps up. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly. I mean, I mean not, you want to talk start. about, yeah, there's some teams. I mean, I know I took the under for the Boston Red Sox, but I think a lot of people at 85 and a half, I think that's your next big thing, people that took season totals on certain teams. And don't forget, folks, the Nationals a few years back were like 15 games under 500 near All-Star break and ended up going nuts and winning. So you never know. It's a long season. But what's your take right now and what you've seen in baseball yeah no that's exactly right season win totals are are huge for for baseball it's a huge portion of the betting yep. handle and we see people posting those on prop stop and you're right um you know if you had sold your your uh over uh season win total on that national team you'd be kicking yourself but sure um because they they certainly turn that, that back around but you're right i mean the white Sox have looked really bad to start it doesn't mean the season's over, but, you know, you can be buying and selling White Sox futures and then specifically White Sox season win totals. Um, so if you had an under ticket, obviously that would be that would be a hot ticket on prop stop right now. So if you want to lock in some cash, you know, here we are not even at the break. Um, that could be a wise maneuver for you. Uh, we're visiting with Luke Pergani from PropSwap and Luca. We were talking about uh, Trayvon Walker, who was the first pick Thursday night to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And like a month ago, he wasn't the case. It was Aiden Hutchinson was going to be the number one pick. And you were, you were telling us some crazy odds that you could have gotten Trayvon Walker at like a month ago. Yeah, he wasn't, on, he wasn't even on the board uh-huh. two months ago um, to be the first overall pick. And it's, it's crazy. The, the, you know, of course, the Mel Kuypers and those guys who try to make a living out of it. But just the media and... Um, it just seems like the draft scouts don't put in a ton of work until <laughs> we're 60 days out, I yep. guess. Yep. Um, but you know, the, he was not even on the board. Some sports books had him at 40 to one to be the number one overall pick. I mean, just a week ago, he was like five to one. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson was the clear, the clear cut consensus. Number one pick. He of course goes two to Detroit and gets to, uh, play professional football in the same state as where he played college ball. But, yeah, Walker was uh, – congrats to him. And, um, you know, that's one of those situations on PropSwap where if you got him at 40-1, to 1, you could have sold him at uh, a huge, huge profit uh, just, you know, one month later before the draft. Uh, Luke, and one more for you. You know, I have to – anytime I fill in, I have to ask my obligatory golf question about my guy, Tiger Woods. And oh, it looks God. like he's going to play in the PGA Championship. <laughs> I've seen it anywhere like 30-40-1. to 40 to 1. Has there been a lot of movement yet for uh, the PGA at Southern Hills, or are people still holding off? Uh, certainly on other golfers. I mean, Tiger looked—he looked. I, I appreciate him making the cut uh, in Augusta, but he, he did not look very good on on Saturday at that at that tournament. So I think the market is cooled on him. It's kind of like a, a prove it, and then I'll I'll invest in you. Um, but other golfers, I mean, my gosh, you know, obviously the the Morikawa's and. Um, you know, uh, golf is just, it's incredible how popular golf has got on prop swap. So, um, and of course, Scheffler, like we, we can't keep a Scotty Scheffler taking on his shelf. He looks 
he looks so dialed in. It's it's crazy. I can't remember a golfer who's like not a a premier name looking more confident walking out there. I think he's he's very overdue for for more wins the rest of the summer. Yeah, he's had an amazing year. Uh, so have you, Luke. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Look, you're the man, no doubt. Mike, let's, how, how's let's your... go of the Tiger Woods thing, please. For I, God's I, sake, Mike. You know what? I just, I just. Think I know it's, you it's, love the yeah. guy, but I mean, my okay. I, it, it's you got to let go sooner or later. You know what? He looked so good. I was even rooting for him. Not the biggest fan, but you know what? I rooted for the guy. But then the last two days, my God. Well, you know, I think fatigue set in. Uh, you think? No, yeah, no question. And listen, I mean, the poor guy, the I felt bad. I know he wants to be relevant, but it's, look, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's really not. I feel bad. Now, maybe he can build his strength up. I'm never going to count him out of anything. But for the time being... I think people are starting to shake, like he said, like Luke said, stay away, Ranch. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, you have to admit that <laughs> him, him even making the cut was one of the great sports stories of, of the year. I mean, the fact that he was able to play and, you know, for the first couple of days actually didn't, I think he was one well, over I think Ben Hogan, who had his pelvis crushed and his legs crushed in a head-on collision with a bus that came back, had the better one. But there's no doubt about it. I never thought Tiger Woods was going to even play in a professional setting, so I'm not going to be a phony. I was fantastic the first two days, no doubt about it. I, In a way, you wanted to see him finish up, and I, you know what let him down, Randy? I was surprised. It wasn't the, sh- the shorter shots at times. It was his putting. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yep. I, I thought that would be the one thing yep. that would help him. Yep, agreed, yep. agreed. All right, when we come back, we got some more NFL futures to get oh, to, yeah. and then NBA is hot and heavy as well. We'll touch all that when we come back on the Odds Cup. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Into the odds couple, Randy Burkin in for Carmen DeFalco, as always, presented by Prop Swap. And Mike, before we get to the NBA, which is hot and heavy right now, let's just uh, finish up on some futures in the NFL. Uh, a lot of crazy things going on in the NFL. It is really it's the best soap opera going out there. And, uh, you know, Mike, I look, there's so many different teams you could bet on right now to win divisions, to win conferences, but let's go to the individual players. And mm-hmm. this guy last year, I thought at times was the best quarterback in the NFL, and then at times he just looked like he was lost. But he is right now the odds-on favorite, along with Patrick Mahomes, to win the MVP, and that's Josh Allen. I feel like he's progressed every year, Mike. Are you on board at 7-1 to for Josh Allen for the MVP? Well, you know what? Josh Allen is expected to do it. Uh, I don't know if they have the full team to do it. I always worry about injury with him, but he's been pretty sturdy. You know, Trubisky hardly took any snaps this year because of the health of Josh Allen. Or if there, you know, there'd be a a runaway, then then Mitch would get a chance uh, to maybe play. But yeah, I mean, you've seen. I think the decline. I think Kansas City's a popular team to bet, uh, but I got to see what what's going to transpire now. I know that uh, uh, you know you still got the same cast of characters. As long as you got Mahomes, you got a fighting chance. Just like as long as you got Brady, you got a fighting chance. But yeah, it's a good buy. It's a good buy. I mean, you know, he, he, you could do worse. If you put up 100, you get 7-1. to one. Why not? Right. You know, and obviously Josh Allen had a great game against the Chiefs in the playoffs. And right. And was 
looked like he, boy, he just couldn't be stopped. They're going to win that game, and then the Chiefs came back and won. But, yeah, Josh Allen has progressed. And you know what, Mikey, I'm, I'm always looking for the kind of the long shot that could have a great season. And uh, Lamar Jackson is an interesting guy. We just talked about how he lost his best wide receiver, uh, Marquise Brown. Uh, and I wonder if they told him. I don't think so. From his reaction on Twitter, I don't think he knew that this was happening. And, you know, they're trying to work out a long-term deal with him as well, Mike. So, uh, but he, you know, he was hurt last year. He did not have a great season, but a couple of years ago, he was the MVP and he right. just dominated the league. Uh, he's 20 to one, Mike. And I, f- I feel like every year he gets a little better passing, but did you, would you put any money on Josh, uh, on Lamar Jackson? I don't think he'll ever win. I really don't. And it's not because of him. I think he's gone above and beyond with that football team. What he did two years ago was nothing so short of spectacular. Uh, but I think because of his running and stuff like that, I think he gets impatient at times. Uh, still, uh, he wants to win so badly. I love his competitive nature. But look at the quarterbacks in the league. Look at the teams in the league, in the AFC. Look what you got to contend with there. That's going to be tough. 20 to 1, there's a reason he's that high. Uh, he should be, if I would imagine, if you would have asked me, I would have had him like 10 to 1 if Josh Allen 7 to 1. Uh, so two years ago, I know he was higher than 20 to 1. So I think team has something to do with the two. And these, these running quarterbacks can always get hurt easier than mo- most guys now that stay in the pocket. I mean, Tom Brady's a freak. We understand that. But Derek Carr and other guys that uh, had pretty healthy years, they're more or less pocket passers. Right, and then if this, uh, you know, a couple What's long. What's Russell Wilson with Denver? Uh, Russell Wilson right now is 14 to 1. 14 That's to 1. my guy. Yeah. Because Denver, what did we keep hearing? Oh, it's the quarterback. It's right. The quarterback. Or Defense back. is great. Or that, yeah, the head coach is is out of out of mold. They need a different head coach. Now you pick up Russell Wilson. You're another player now. I mean, that's like uh, that's like Johnny Chan saying, "Hey, can I sit in?" You know. Uh-huh. I mean, that's Russell Wilson. I mean, he's the he's that guy that can can come in and perk up a whole football team that was close but didn't have the main field general. Right. And uh, my guy, Wisconsin guy, Jonathan Taylor, who had just an unbelievable season yeah. last year, he's fifty to one. But I, I feel it's just almost impossible no. for a running back yeah. to win the MVP. Yeah, the um, the running back is an irre- irrelevancy, like the quarterback in the draft was. I mean, I cannot believe. And my guy Mitch is going to uh, groom this kid for a couple of years, two, three years, unless uh, I think this this picket kid was more or less uh, brought in uh, to replace Mason Rudolph. Uh, and I'll tell you this right now, uh, only one quarterback being taken, Randy, I never thought in my wildest dreams that would ever happen in today's NFL. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. That shows right. you how bad the class is. Uh, what, what more By thing- the way, small yeah. hands, I got, I got my hands aren't the biggest, uh-huh. but I'll tell you this, I could catch a softball, I could catch a football, but when I, when I did quarterback and I had to go under center, it's a different deal, folks. They say the Pickett's got the smallest hands in football. People think that's that's no big deal because he can pass the football. The only, the only problem you have is when you're taking the direct snap. If you're in the shotgun and everything else, he's going to be okay. Uh, the NFL Comeback Player of the Year, Derrick Henry, was kind of weird because he, I don't know why, but I guess he had the big injury. Well, it's but, like John Morant being uh, right, the, right, the most yeah. improved player. Are you right, kidding me? Right. This he's, guy was drafted at the top. He's three and a half to one, Mike, and your guy. Mitch Trubisky is 12-1 to 1 right now for a you comeback player of the year. Well, I already got him at over 7.5 for the win total. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm glad you told me that. Uh, you know, people, Bear fans yesterday, they're so, 
You better worry about your own house, right, Randy? Worry about us because don't worry about Mitch anymore. Everybody accuses me of bringing him up. Why bring him up on the odds? Because he's pertinent like Randy just brought him up. But the infatuation last night with Mitch where, you know, the Bears aren't picking till 39th seemed to be the talk of or the trend in Chicago. Don't worry about Mitch. There's never been a quarterback to replace him that was better than him. And Pickett's a couple years away at best. Yeah, I Love agree. the one's good. Yeah, I think that's not that's Are you going to get a good jump in? Uh, no. Uh, all right, let's no, move on. No, no, you and Carmen won't jump in. We won't you, jump in, no. Why, you want to see him fall on his face? No, I, I don't. I don't, no, I, don't, I, I, don't have, I know what's going on. I don't on. have any hate or any ill will. No, you don't have face. any love either. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm indifferent. That's fine. You're the girlfriend, the gay. She gives you a kiss on the cheek. Good night. That's, that's it. right. That's right. <laughs> all right, let's, let's get to some NBA's futures, Mike. And, uh, okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a... An interesting time because the Bucks just dominated the Bulls. The Celtics dominated the Nets. And you're like, boy, this is going to be a crazy series. Right now, you can get the defending champs. They're on the road for uh, the first two games yep. at plus 168. You took the Celtics smartly last round. What are you going to do this round? Boy, I love Giannis so much, and I think that people are going to jump on that. I'm going to stick with Boston. I think their defense, their team's been the best since All-Star break. Uh, their coach has done a fantastic job. Brad Stevens being kicked upstairs was the best thing that ever happened. I give Brad Stevens credit for that. Um, I, I'm going to take the Celtics, you know, to win that series. Um, and, and I think it's hard for me to do it. And uh, it's hard to put the money down, but you got to go maybe a unit or two on that. Uh, are you confident? I mean, Mark is smart to me. I never thought he was going to be all that good. And all of a sudden, he's turned into not only a pretty damn good, well, he always was good on defense, but I never thought he'd turn into somewhat of an offensive type of guy in clutch situations. And they got Brown and they Tatum I loved coming out of the draft. I'll never forget it. I said, I love that guy. So I think they got it. Yeah, and it's funny because I think Tatum's rookie year, they yep. won seven games against uh, LeBron and the Cavs. And I, I thought yep. right then, I'm like, this guy is going to be an absolutely. Stud. It's taken a little time, but he, he definitely is. Oh, uh, is he tough? And then just real quickly, in, in the game one, it's uh, I think the Bucks are four-and-a-half-point underdogs. Uh, which side would you go on that? I'm going to have a little something at the end for you, for okay. you on that. Because, okay. because, but I do know this, that the NBA's been weird. I mean, there's going to be games where – I don't think the Bucks are being swept, folks. So stay tuned. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, and and one more little note here: uh, series total series total games. If you have a sweep, it's six uh, without even whoever is it. Just if, if the series only goes four games, it's six to one. Uh, five games, uh, two and a half to one. Six games, two to one. And if it goes to full seven, two to one as well. So yeah. you, you think this is going to be a long series, Mike? Yeah, I think it's going to be a long series, and I also think, you know, but sometimes what you think doesn't happen, for instance, besides COVID, what do you think is the number two pandemic in in this country right now as far as any type of disease? you have any idea? No. Obesity? It's it's guys asking their wife for money that had the nuts to win it all. (laughs) Believe me when I tell you this, across the land, and Kevin Durant, I never want to hear about it. You were a front runner when you took went on with Steph Curry. I took a beating for that when he won MVP. I go, he won MVP because, you know what, Steph Curry and other guys were on that team. He's back trying to be his own man. He didn't ask for all the nonsense, but you left Steph Curry for Kyrie Irving. Shame on you. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to our guy. You know who that is, Mike. Jimmy! We'll talk Jim Miller, and then we'll get to some more NBA right after this on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. 
You're listening to The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. Welcome back into The Odds Couple, heading down the home stretch, and what a better person to head down the home stretch with than from Hawthorne, the expert handicapper, Jim Miller. Jim Mike, Mark, how you guys doing today? Great, buddy. Well, we're doing great, Jim. And, you know, I've, I've had the fortunate uh, assignment to cover, I think, four straight derbies back in the day when I was working at 101 Sports. And it's an interesting experience, to say the least. Uh, how excited are you that we're a week away now from the derby? You know what? I'm really excited because you have that return to normalcy a little bit. You're going to have 100,000 people there in the stands. You're going to have a full field of 20 horses. So it is nice to see that return to normalcy. And guys, I'll tell you, this is probably the most wide-open derby we've seen in the last, say, 10 to 20 years. You're going to have probably a 5-to-1 favorite when the race goes off. And because of that, there's going to be a ton of value in the race. You know, Jimmy, I've never been to the Kentucky Derby. How many times have you been there? I've been to two of them, Mike, okay. and the two completely different experiences. One of them okay. was in the infield, one was in the grandstand. <laughs> and So in the infield, I saw about two strides of the actual race. From the grandstand, okay. I saw every single stride. All right, let me ask you this, because I, uh, I've i never been to one. I was asked numerous times. My buddies used to take their camper, you know, we got to uh, win a bagel. Let's go to the Kentucky. I go, that's okay. It's not my thing. How many people, when you went there, were just completely annihilated by the third race? That were uh, just when, I, when I was in the infield, yeah. it was every person. <laughs> so, I can tell you that. So, and, and you think about it, I mean, there's probably 50,000, 60,000 people that sure. are out there in the infield roaming around. And then even when you look in the grandstand, guys, and it was interesting yeah. because I had a seat inside the grandstand, but I wanted to see the race, of course. So when the derby came up, it's about an hour and a half before the race Ooh. from the race prior. I went outside, got my position, stood there, and did not budge for an hour and a half so I could make sure that I saw that race. But it is. It's two completely different atmospheres. But it's kind of cool seeing everybody come together. But, yeah, when you're in the infield, you're not seeing a whole lot of racing. So when I was covering it, we always took the – there was a flight, I think, like 45 minutes from Southwest, the last flight out of Louisville. And we were the only sober ones on the plane. It oh was, it God. was, I mean, and Southwest flights are already crazy. Sure. So we, I, it was only a 50 minute flight, but I dreaded it every year. It was just awful. Yeah, the but guys, the der- they're on the, they're on, I can drive this plane. Let yeah. Me get the there, Derby you know? is a great experience. You should go, Mike. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me ask you, Jim, about um, how, how it's going to be set up next week. Because I assume you're going to have a crazy so- amount of people at all your points, bets, locations. Do people have to make reservations or can they just show up? Yeah, we want them to make reservations. We have 16 OTBs that we're operating along with Hawthorne Racecourse. We will be racing live at Hawthorne, too, but we do have a website. It's derby.hawthornracecourse.com, specifically set up for Kentucky Derby and for Kentucky Derby reservations. So they're going to fill up quickly, guys. The cool thing is you'll have a couple other options. We have the Club Hawthorne app to play the wagers through, but also we have bet-and-go wagering, which means you can drive up. We're going to have special windows set up outside of the facility. Drive up, place your wagers, and then head on your way and watch. So everybody has that chance to get their bets in. We don't want anyone to get shut out. But, yeah, if you want to be there for the day, you definitely have to make reservations. All right, Jimmy, let's make some money for everyone this weekend heading into Derby Week. What do you got? Yeah, home cooking at Hawthorne. Now, these are three horses that are going to like the flop on Saturday because rain is expected. So race number five at Hawthorne on Saturday, bet the five, Summer Bell to win. Then in race seven, bet the seven, Jets of Gin and across the board. And race eight, bet the two, Honey Mug across the board. All horses should run really well. Okay, so that's all at Hawthorne, race five, uh, the five horse to win. 
and race seven, the seven horse across the board, and the eight horse. Let's get the eighth race, the two two horse across the board, right, Jimmy? That's right. Make some money, get the bankroll ready for Derby, boys. Jimmy, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. You got it, guys. Good luck, Jimmy. By the way, my my son again loved the uh, what was it? Happy Easter, Jimmy. That was yeah, (laughs) love that one. Brett. Yes, Brett. Tell Brett I'm a big fan of his. All right, Mike, let's move on. We've got, we've got limited time here, so let's get to the other series in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 76ers, who did come back and beat the Raptors, and they'll be taking on the Miami Heat. The Heat, I think, are just overlooked, Mike. The really good defensive team, and just, you know, Jimmy didn't play the last game with a, mm. a sore knee, but um, I think the series was 2-2 during the regular season, uh, and Beat's playing hurt. I think everyone at the time is playing hurt, Mike. But yeah, what, you're what, right. Uh, the Sixers are plus 150. Well, who do you like in this series? You know what? I'm looking at the Philadelphia 76ers, the Miami Heat. Uh, you know what? Do they have an answer for Embiid? I know they got a tough defense. Is their scoring good enough? Is Maxi going to step up? Because they he took a turn for the worst of the hell of late. Harden seems to, you know, the guy parties too much, apparently. Uh, he doesn't have his A game here. I'm going to go with the uh, better, better coach, the better team. I'm taking the Heat. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the Heat right now are the best team in the East, which is crazy to say because the Celtics just dominated the Nets. But uh, that first game, Mike, which is Monday night, you can get right now the Sixers at plus four. And I heard Doc Rivers say his team is beat up and needs a day or two off just to relax. So that's not an encouraging going into game one. But uh, w- which side would you be on with that? You know, I sort of like the over in this game, 208 in that game. Because, you know what, what you're thinking is, well, Embiid's banged up. You know, Miami's all defense. But I still think 208's low. For this, for this, for this contest, I think you're going to have uh, transition opportunities. I think Harden may have uh, a pretty good first game. He's been a more of a facilitator, but he's got to shoot better than he's been shooting. Um, I think I'm going to go over the 208 in that one. Okay. Uh, before we get to best plays, quickly let's go to the series that is all set in the Western Conference, and that's the Mavericks versus the Suns. Uh, our guy Jalen Brunson had an unbelievable first round. But, uh, right, you know, the Suns actually swept the series against the Mavericks this year. And right now they're minus 275. Devin Booker is back, looked pretty good in his last Wasn't game. Wasn't Chris Paul, like, didn't miss a shot? 14 of 14, the best, Unbelievable. Pers- best ever in the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you confident that this Suns team is going back to the finals, is going to win this series? No. I think that the Dallas Mavericks are going to give them all they can. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but Dallas is a six-point favorite going against Phoenix. Uh, but Six-point you know, dog, you mean? Yeah, six-point dog. Yep. Excuse me. Doncic is, you know, we thought he was going to be out longer. Uh, he he basically has got a little Larry Bird in him where he's, you know, basically, you know, saying, come on, I'm, I'm back and stuff like that. I think that uh, I wouldn't even bet this series. I don't have Chris Paul. Is good. Booker, though, still banged up. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for both teams. I, it's an up in the air. I think this is a seven-game series. Boy, I hope so because uh, yeah. I love watching Luka Doncic play. Oh. And, and and the Suns are a really fun team to watch as well. Uh, all right, we'll see what happens. But, Mike, we got uh, a couple minutes left here, so let's get to see your best plays. You've been hot. I've been cold. Hopefully that'll change this weekend for me. Uh, what do you got for your first best play, Mike? Well, you know what? I'm looking at the Bucs Celtics, um, and I'm going to take the over 218, and I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks plus the five to start off with. I think that uh, people are really married to Boston now. Uh, they've been unstoppable. But I just can't take a superstar-led team with the freak getting five and ignore that. You're giving that team a five to nothing lead, which could evaporate in two minutes. But you know what? Uh, 
if the Celtics were getting five, which, you know, I would probably take them for the first game. Milwaukee plus five and uh, the over if they win this game 218. Uh, yeah, that, now I'm really excited to watch how, the as you mentioned, uh, Grayson Allen had like so many open looks against the Bulls. That will not happen against the no, Celtics. No, that won't happen. Billy Donovan should have been ashamed of himself. They should have made every player a priority. Let Giannis get his shots. I'm really aggravated about the game plan that they had defensively. So, Mike, I'm going to stay on that game with you, and I'm going to take the under in that first game, just because I feel like teams feeling each other out. Am I going to be your little slump buster? I hope so, Mike, because I need it. I've, I've been ice cold. I've yeah, been ice you cold. couldn't even drink your coffee yeah. in the break room. I go, take it easy. Yeah. It's only, you've been winning all year. You have a, a couple off games. Let it go. Uh, so right now, it's uh, the Celtics uh, Bucks under is 218. So I'm going to ride with that. Do you have any other plays, Mike? No, that's it, man. I just want to let everybody know we appreciate it when you tune in. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Don't forget we're on 7 o'clock, I mean 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. And let's get the uh, Tim Anderson, screw your head up on right. Start hustling to first base. Let's get the White Sox going. I got the Cubs over 74 and a half. Let's get that done. Detroit is doing what I thought they'd do. They're 6-12 and 12 or something right now, or 6-13. and 13. I love it. I uh, You know, my teams are doing well, Tampa Bay playing good baseball right now, and the Boston Red Sox. Isn't it funny, Hinch and Cora both having problems right yeah, now? Yeah. I love it. Uh, Mike, give out your Twitter handle because he's always a great follow for golf picks on the weekend as well. What's, what's your Twitter handle? My man? Twitter handle, handsome, and you know I use that term to you. Thank you. Once, once a week. Uh, is at North to North, N-O-R-T-H, uh, T-O-N-O-R-T-H, my friend. And Randy, I follow Randy Merkin and follow Randy for the golf. That's right. I do love my golf. And by the way, Scotty Scheffler, people know about him now. Yes. Uh, he's a superstar, yes. Luke. You know, maybe the other guy, Kepka, quit worrying about dyeing your hair and doing right. commercials. Yes, good point. All right, that's going to do it for the odds couple. <laughs> I filled in for the great Carmen DeFalco. Yes, Mike, thanks for having me, and My thanks guy. to Tyler Rocky. And we'll be back next week. So on long, the everybody. Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.